There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Good morning, everyone. It's Monday, September 18th. I'm Ben Berkeley here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about the cyber attacks that have tormented leading casino owners, MGM and Caesars, over the last week. We'll chat through the big questions. Who's claiming responsibility? How'd they get inside the casino system? Is this just what life's going to be like now for large companies? But first, we're going to run through a few other things making headlines in the world of business and tech. United Auto Workers launched a targeted strike plan that will affect General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis, which is formerly Chrysler. The strike began with 145,000 workers walking out of three auto plants on Friday, one from each company. They hope to raise workers' pay. And of course, they are not alone in uh, striking. That is a very regular thing these days. America saw an estimated 4.1 million missed days of work in August due to strikes. That would be the biggest monthly total since the year 2000. Of course, if this auto worker strike continues and there's no resolution in Hollywood this month, it won't be the biggest for long. TikTok is requiring many of its 7,000 U.S. employees to work in the office three days a week beginning in October. Ahead of the transition, the company introduced an app that will track employees' badge swipes and their absences. Of course, TikTok should probably also take care to keep track of something else, which is their children's privacy policies. In Europe, they were fined $368 million by regulators for failing to protect children's accounts. Violations there included setting kids' profiles public by default and a lack of verification process for its parental control security feature. So TikTok has a couple months to rectify that before actually paying the fine. But oof, those are those are some big accusations coming their way in the EU. Princess Diana's famed black sheep sweater sold at auction for $1.14 million, which was maybe a bit of an overbid since the auction house was expecting a high range of $80,000. This set a new record for Princess Di apparel. It also begs the question, if you bought it, would you wear it? What else would you do with it? Like, would you frame it? I assume if you're spending that much you got to be living in terror of this thing falling apart around you. So personally, I'm assuming, I guess if I'm spending that much, I'm going to like frame it and put it on the wall as art. I don't, I don't know. Maybe like buy a big, a mannequin or like a big stuffed teddy bear and put it on it. That is, that is the answer. So, yeah. okay. So if anyone needs a very, very large teddy bear, I'm sure you could probably spend a little less than $1.14 million for it. Mm-hmm. We have one more thing to get to before our main story, which is how often do men think about the Roman Empire? So there has been this this social media trend going around on TikTok that would suggest the answer is a lot. So women are asking the men in their lives how often they think about that ancient society. And it, it seems that people are, are daydreaming about Romans as much as maybe like three times a day, which is not my experience. So actually... Just like a, a quick follow-up question for you, Juliet. Who are these people? Do you know them? Why are they the way that they are? 
So I haven't asked anybody this question. I personally do not think about the Roman Empire very often. You know, I'm not a man, but I, fe- I feel like I feel like I do think about the French Revolution a lot. Like mm. for me, that one comes up a lot, but not the Roman Empire and maybe other periods of history, but not the Roman Empire. But I will say this. I once went to a meetup group just for people who live in my neighborhood and there was no theme. It was just you, you are neighbors and you're going to go meet up at this bar, right? Okay. So this guy shows up and it's, I want to say it was Memorial Day weekend. This guy shows up in a complete like Roman centurion outfit. Wow. And I was like, oh, did you just come from Renfair or something? And he's like, no, I'm, he's basically part of like a Roman legion something reenactment group where they would dress like this and then reenact, I don't know, famous battles. It was very unclear. And then he was like, yeah, I just thought I'd put this outfit on and like maybe I would meet other people that were into this. And I'm like, okay, well, it's a very specific interest. Maybe perhaps too too specific for a generic, we live in this neighborhood meetup, but apparently not. Now that I know how many people think about the Roman empire as much as three times a day, I'm like, maybe that guy had a point. I am so into this person and want to know their whole story. And also I think I might just because they clearly are the person who started this entire viral trend. This is an episode in the future. We'll find this man and we'll get to the bottom of his story. But I suppose we we have more pressing matters at the moment, which are happening in casinos right now, which are under cyber attack. So if these casino cyber attacks that have been plaguing MGM and Caesars over the past week, they sound like a plot lifted right out of like the Oceans film franchise. Mm-hmm. It's actually maybe purely coincidental because one of the groups claiming responsibility told the Financial Times that they have not seen the one with the whole slot machine getting hacked thing, which I think is Oceans 13. Mm-hmm. But there is something very cinematic to everything going on around this. Juliet, can you tell us what's been going on? Yeah. So what is going on here is kind of interesting, especially because just on the other day in a podcast, we talked about how hackers got into a casino, like their their back end through a smart fish tank sensor. And then this happened. So what's been going on here is a hacking group, which one unclear, basically got into Caesars Entertainment, which of course is the owner of Caesars Palace and MGM, which has like over 30 casinos. And have just been wreaking havoc. Caesar's not so much because Caesar gave in to their demands and paid a $15 million ransom. MGM was holding out and it was just complete chaos where people couldn't check in because the room keys were digital, slot machines were down, TVs were down, uh, credit card machines couldn't be run. So everybody had to do everything manually. Uh, the websites were down. So just a, a, t- a ton of chaos happening. Madness. So let's talk actually for a second about the who of this because you did mention that we're. Not sure. So it sounds like two different groups are claiming responsibility here. Yeah. So the first one was the Scattered Spider, which apparently is believed to be a group of European and U.S. hackers that are quite young in their teens and 20s. And they're really good at something called social engineering, which is when you essentially deceive or, you know, or manipulate someone into revealing sensitive information. So apparently if these guys are playing Dungeons and Dragons, they have like all of their points are in persuasion and they're just rolling natural 20s on, on this. So this group is just really good at that. And someone claiming to represent Scattered Spider ended up telling media outlets, including the Financial Times, that the initial plan was they were going to rig the slot machines, which, yes, that is Ocean's 13. And then so I, I guess they must have been asked like, oh, like Ocean's 13? And the guy was like, I don't know, never seen it. So... <laughs> 
I did, I don't know what's going on there. When the slot machine plan failed, they decided, okay, we'll just hold the stolen data for ransom instead. They're also allegedly the ones who hacked Caesar's Entertainment, which of course paid the $15 million ransom. But then, plot twist, another group, this one known, I don't know how they pronounce it, A-L-P-H-V, also known as Black Cat, they run something called a ransomware as a service business where they sell malware to other hackers. They were responsible for like about 12% of cyber attacks in the first four months of 2022. They recently posted 2.5 terabytes of data that they stole from a semiconductor manufacturer. So they're pretty active. And after Scattered Spider came out with a whole like, yeah, we were going to do the slot machines, but then whatever. This other group came out and was like, no, we're the ones that did the MGM hack, uh, but not the Caesars hack. But also, we never had any slot machine plot. That was n- that was never part of the plan. And these two groups are affiliated in that Spider is affiliated with Black Cat somehow. It has used its malware in the past, but it's not quite clear yet how these two are connected, if at all here. I'm sure the FBI will eventually tell us, but yeah. I, I would imagine so. And so it seems like the purpose behind this, as I understand it, Scattered Spider is very financially motivated, which clearly shows out in the fact that they just pocketed 15 million from Caesars. It, it seems like this other group, they've got a little more of like a, an edge to them. Yes. You know, they're here to hack the planet. If, if you grew up in that era, they seem to really enjoy like calling MGM out, basically being like, this is a corrupt organization. Your dad is not safe here. Had some insider trading accusations, calling them incompetent and corrupt and greedy. So it seems like they kind of have like a, I don't know, almost like a fight club, Mr. Robot thing going on. Whereas the other ones are like, do you have money? Can we have your money? Thank you for your money. I feel like, I guess no matter the, mo- the motives are interesting, but I feel like the way they got in, you know, in this case, it feels like it's really you know, this idea where they just impersonate an employee and, and trick someone to get access credentials. This can happen any in any company. Right. The fact that it's happened in a very high profile place where, you know, you'd kind of expect security to be really high is probably really going to be the thing that's going to drive this story to continue to just like mm-hmm. own headlines. Yeah. And you know, you, you think it's somebody like, I don't know, sitting in a dark room, typing on a computer screen, listening to like techno music, being really cool um, in a, like a hoodie. But what often happens is, yes, they will call somebody and basically trick that person into revealing sensitive information. And, and you know, we know over email that's called phishing when it's done over the phone. They call it vishing or voice phishing. And it really is just like a, a scam, like just being really good at, at lying to somebody. In this case, they found a person on LinkedIn that worked at MGM. They researched that person enough to pretend to be that person when they called the IT desk. So people who are working in any level at any company have to just be so careful that they are not clicking on stuff, that they're not answering questions that they're not supposed to. And this goes, I mean, even for the individual. I had a friend who was robbed out of a ton of money because they got a call and I, I don't remember what bank institution they use, but like the phone rang, it said Bank of America, Chase Bank, whatever it was. They had all of his information and they said, we just need your pin to be able to fix this breach or whatever. So he hands over the pin, boom, he loses all of his money. And it's just like, but they had everything else and they were, they had somehow even made it so that when his phone rang, it said, this is whatever bank. They're just wow. getting better and better and better. And it's just a, it's a mix of like, they have the technology and also they have these social skills to be able to trick people. Well, if there's a better way to start a week other than the great fear of 
watch your foot, right. watch your back. Everything, everything out there is may not be what it seems. Is this more or less scary than last week's podcast during which we talked about them hacking your sex toys? That's the question. You know, un- undecided. <laughs> I mean, we're we're basic. I feel like at this point, we're just like every week we got some sort of story in this in this direction. So it feels like we're we're basically we're going to be there before long. And until then, trust no mm-hmm. one. And also, thank you for joining us today on the Hustle Daily Show. That's going to do it for us. We are a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Tripiano, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, please do so at thehustle.co slash email, and we will see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Al and Leanne Elliott as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.